Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, how are you? I am so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. And by the way, Happy New Year. If you're listening to this podcast as it goes live, this is our very first podcast episode of 2017, and I could not be even more excited for this upcoming year, even though last year was pretty amazing too. Now, if you caught last week's episode, we talked all about setting goals for balanced life. I hope that as you are starting out, on your New Year's resolutions, starting out on some fresh goals for the new year, that you are taking a balanced approach, that you are working to grow in all areas of your life because that truly is what's gonna bring more balance to your life. If I had to give you three tips for having more balance in your life, number one would be to make sure that God always comes first. Number two is to make sure you're setting goals in all areas of life. And number three is to make sure you have some strong systems in place to help you get there. And as we talk about setting goals for the new year, you know, the most popular New Year's resolution has to do around health. And so we have our lifestyle expert, Danielle Savias, on this episode to talk to us about setting goals for our health. But not only that, but really achieving those goals, because that's why we set those goals. We want to achieve them, right? So she is here to walk you through some action steps, some things for you to think about, some things for you to do in order for you to achieve those goals. But Before we get to all of that, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can expect from this podcast in this new year. Your Life Rocks is now just over a year old, and I'll tell you, when I started this podcast, when I started this business of Your Life Rocks, it really was because as a working Christian mom myself, I really couldn't find resources that I needed. Whenever I was looking for something to help me grow in my leadership and my career, it mostly had a man's voice teaching me, or if it was a woman's voice, it wasn't always aligned with who I was as a Christian. And when I would look for resources to help me grow as a mom, most of those were for stay-at-home moms. It was really hard to find things that fit all of who I am, all of who God created me to be. You know, even as we talk about working towards our health goals or working towards goals that we have in our marriage, our finances, there are so many worldly concepts out there that try to shade our thoughts, that try to influence the way that we that we act and the way that we perform in our lives. And you know what? It doesn't always fit with who we are and who the Bible calls us to be and the things that the Bible calls us to do. So it was really difficult for me to find those right resources. And they're out there, but it was really hard to find. And when you are a mom who's working full time and trying to balance it all, you don't have a lot of time to be going around to every blog, to every website, all over Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook to try to find the resources that you need. So you have two choices. Either you're doing all of that and trying your best to do the best you can, or you just give up. But you know what? God didn't call us to give up. He called us to be the best version of ourselves, to always be growing. So that's why I created Your Life Rocks. And, you know, really when I created Your Life Rocks, I really had a vision for it to become a one-stop shop for working Christian moms. 
And I'm so excited to announce that in 2017, you are going to be seeing more of that through this podcast, through our Facebook group, and also within our membership, Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. So we've started to bring on lifestyle experts, and that's who you're going to hear from today as our lifestyle expert in health. But we also have lifestyle experts now for your marriage, for your career, for your finances, and the list will just keep on growing as we find more people that are aligned with what Your Life Rocks is really all about, which is helping working Christian moms create balance, clear chaos, and reach the goals that they have set for their lives. In fact, that's how we define life balance. We define life balance here at Your Life Rocks by helping you set goals in eight different areas of your life and helping you to work to achieve those goals. We're talking about your faith, your marriage, your family, your career, your health, your home, your finances, and let's not forget having friends and having fun. That's such an important part of life. So I do hope that you hit the subscribe button for this podcast so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. Over the course of the next few weeks, you're going to get to meet some of our lifestyle experts. You're going to hear their stories. You're going to hear them share their tips and advice for you to help you really grow in all areas of your life, to help you build a life that rocks. Now, if you're in our private Facebook community, you can also interact with our experts there. But I'll tell you, the true magic where they're sharing some of their very best tips, tricks, worksheets, videos, all of that great stuff is happening within our membership. It's called Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. And you can learn more about our membership by going to lifebalancemembership.com. So like I said just a couple seconds ago, this episode is all about helping you set the groundwork for your health goals for the new year. So without further ado, here is my interview with our lifestyle expert, Danielle. All right, you guys, we are joined by a very, very special guest. I'm so excited for this episode for so many reasons, but I'm very excited for one, to introduce you to our lifestyle expert in the area of health and fitness. Her name is Danielle Ceballos, and she will say that she is a hot mess of a sinner saved by grace a wife, a mother, a certified personal trainer, and a writer. Now, her mission is to help women get fit without losing their minds. Can I get an amen? I think we can all appreciate that. Now, she also has an undergraduate degree in psychology and Bible and master degree in teaching. She's a certified personal trainer through NASM and working on her precision nutrition coaching certification. So she totally knows what she's talking about. I think we have a great expert in her. The thing I really love about Danielle is that she's super passionate about helping women get strong and healthy so that they can go out and live their lives with passion and purpose that God has called them to do. I am so excited for you all to meet Danielle. Danielle, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we are so excited to have you. So we got to learn a little bit about how amazing you are, but share with us a little bit more about who you are. Well, thanks. I'm pretty normal, actually, um, but I do have, I've been married for 13 and a half years, almost 14, and we have two daughters that we adopted from Ethiopia, and they are 17 and 14, so I'm kind of right in the middle of teenage girl years, which is <laughs> super <laughs> fun. Um, and yeah, I'm teaching full-time, running a personal training and writing business and um, trying to not lose my mind, <laughs> which is why I'm passionate about health, 
helping other women do the same. So um, yeah, that's kind of me. Well, I am so excited to have you as one of our lifestyle experts with Your Life Rocks. I cannot think of anyone more qualified. One, for just all of the amazing knowledge that you have about health and nutrition and fitness, but also just for who you are as a person. I think that it's such a perfect blend that you bring to the table. And I think so many other women can really relate to your story. I love, you know, even that you started off by just saying that you're a hot mess sinner saved by grace. <laughs> I think we are all feel that way on the daily basis. So I'm so excited to have you as a lifestyle expert. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I think it's just a really neat community and just a space where um, it can be really hard to kind of navigate through life as a believer um, and as a woman who is passionate and intentional and um, maybe a little bit more business minded. Um, I think those are, I think it's growing and, and becoming more common, but it's not always um, kind of the norm. And so having a community of like-minded women is just such an awesome thing. So I'm really excited to be part of it. Well, we are so excited to have you and we're really excited to have you on this podcast episode because this podcast episode is going live right after the new year. And we love setting goals here at Your Life Rocks, but it's also like just so normal this time of year to set goals. And of course, the number one New Year's resolution or goal that people set this time of year typically has to do with their health and you're that expert. So it's perfect timing. So for women out there that are really focused in on setting some new goals for their health, this episode is really about giving you. So if you can identify with that saying, yes, I have some health goals for 2017 for this next year, this podcast is for you. We are going to give you some strong actionable steps, things that you can do to really set you up for success and hitting every single one of those goals. So I know the very first thing you really talk about is knowing your why. Can you kind of dive in a little bit more and share with us a little bit more about what that means? Yeah, I think you kind of talked about this um, just in your intro, even just, I think it's kind of an expectation. January 1st rolls around and we just make a bunch of resolutions. <laughs> like, like all of a sudden January 1st is this magical day that like helps us stick to our goals and, um, and I think we do it because it's just something other people do. And we often do it without really thinking through things. And if we do think through them, we do it in a really kind of haphazardly way. So, you know, we all say things like, I want to lose weight or get fit, or I want to be healthy. Um, so that's a new year's resolution. I want to, you know, save more money or make more money. We make these kind of um, vague um, sometimes really arbitrary goals. And um, I really think that that's why so many people by February 1st have totally forsaken all their resolutions and all of their goals is because um, they haven't really connected those goals to their who they are and what their purpose and calling is. And so without that, it's just kind of, that's not super motivating. It's something that's going to keep you going. And so I really, really um, encourage women not just with health and fitness in every area of their life, but certainly with health and fitness to consider your reasons why for um, wanting to get healthy, wanting to lose weight, wanting to be fit. Um, we usually look at, you know, it's January. Okay. By the summer, I want to be able to rock a bikini, which, you know, that's fine, but that is not a goal, you know, in 60 years, it's going to matter. Um, your grandkids are not going to say, Oh my word, my grandmother looks so great in her bikini <laughs> 30 years ago. And you're probably not going to care that much about it. Um, so I really think that we need to get to a deeper why 
a more meaningful why, one that is going to propel us not just in the short term, but really push us in the long term. And so um, thinking about who you, who you want to be um, 50, 60 years from now, who you want to be when your kids and your grandkids remember you, um, who, what kinds of things do you want to be able to do now um, to leave a legacy for your children? And so in terms of health and fitness, it's fine to want a six pack. That's great. It's great to want to have some nice legs, you know, to go out and look cute in your clothes. But I really think we need to dig a little deeper and think about, okay, I want to be around to play with my kids so that in 20 years, they remember a mom who is really present and could run with them and could play with them. Or I want to be healthy because I need energy to do the work God's called me to. And that is something that in 30, 40 years from now is going to have meaning. It's going to have left kind of a legacy for my family or for the ministry I work with or for the, the job or organization or business I've created. Um, so coming up with a why that is not connected to just your aesthetics and what you look like, I think is super important for health and fitness goals. Mm, I love that. And I think it's so, so important. And I know for me, you know, with my own journey with health um, and, you know, years ago, I started out my career, my corporate career, working in diet centers and, and working as a health coach and talking to people about um, you know, what their why is and really helping them paint that vision for themselves. And, you know, that's something that we do very much so within our membership is really helping people to be able to paint that vision for every area of their life, but especially for their health and fitness mm -hmm. and having it mean something so much more, I think is so critical. I know yeah. for me, um, you know, it's hard for me to think about like my health 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now as being a motivator. But one of the biggest motivators for me is having the confidence to show up as the wife that I want to be, to mm -hmm. show up as the mom that I want to be, because there's so much in life that we can be held back with and mm -hmm. lead to so many regrets. Mm -hmm. And for me, when my body was really, really out of whack, like I wouldn't go swimming with my kids. I wouldn't, you know, do some of those things. And I look back now and I have those regrets because my kids are getting so much bigger and I just refuse, refuse yeah. to let that stand in my way of having those memories. Yeah, and I think it's important to take that long-term goal and tie it to the today. And so, like you said, you know, in 15, 20 years from now, you want your kids to look back and say, yeah, my mom was there and she played with me and she got in the water and she didn't care about what she looked like. She Or she woke up in the morning and she was full of energy and ready to go. Um, and so that long-term goal then, you know, kind of filters down into, okay, well, today then, what do I need to do for my health? Um to make today something that's meaningful in the future. And so, yeah, we don't want to look back on regrets and health is not something, you know, we, we are stewards of our bodies and it's not like we have this endless supply of, of life and energy and health. We really need to be intentional about it. Um, and every day that God gives us think about um, how we are fueling our bodies in a way that will help us do what he's called us to, whether that's being a wife, a mom, a business owner, in the corporate world, whatever that is, um, we're called to do it well, and we can't do it well if we're not healthy. And there's plenty of things that can happen in terms of health and wellness that are outside of our control. So doing everything that we can for things that we can control is just really important. Mm, I love that. All right. So number one is getting really clear on your why, diving deep into what your why is and really connecting that where you're at now in the future, all of that. And really those implications. So I know the second thing you talk about is really knowing your personality. So tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that. So there's kind of, I mean, in the health and fitness world, 
most things are really extreme. You know, it's like a, a 20 day, 21 day fix or something like that. That's going to like totally overhaul your life for this short period of time and then kind of send you out <laughs> and be done. And so I think that there are some people whose personalities really fit that type of huge change, you know, a whole 30, something like that, where a big, huge, all or nothing change is what's really going to compel them and motivate them to a different track in life. And so those things work really well for someone with that type of personality. But there's a whole other group of people who hear stuff like that and want to like crawl up in a ball in a corner because it just seems so overwhelming to them to make that huge lifestyle change all at once. And so if that's you, and it can be really hard to find a health and fitness strategy that will work long-term because that big, huge lifestyle change is just too much and you need it broken down in baby steps. And that's just a hard thing to find. So, um, it's not impossible. There are absolutely like health coaches and personal trainers and fitness professionals who will help you get there, but it's not kind of just out in the normal, um, you know, you're not just going to do a web search and find something like that. So I think you really need to know who you are. Are you someone who goes all in hundred percent? Give me that challenge. I'm going for it. Or is that super stressful and overwhelming to you? And if it is, you just need to look in other places or makes, you know, take smaller steps and that's okay. Your goal might be, you know, by the end of the year, you want to see some health changes where someone who's more of an all or nothing personality can say, you know, by four or five months, I'm going to see some huge changes. I love that you bring that up. And I think it's such an important topic to talk about too. And just giving yourself a little bit of grace. Mm -hmm. um, I know so many people that I mean, myself included, like year after year, after year, after year, it's the same goal. It's the same struggle, mm -hmm. but yet we we think like, well, maybe I should be that person that can just mm -hmm. stick to something that's extreme or um, just have that, that willpower. But I think knowing yourself to know what really works with you and being mm -hmm. honest with yourself, giving yourself that grace, like I said, um, to just know what works with you and follow that path because not everyone follows the same path. Right. And we're all created really differently. God creates us differently personality-wise, gifting-wise. And so um, there's no shame in knowing what you are and, and having a long, you know, if you're someone who thinks, gosh, I can't do that big lifestyle overhaul. I want to take small steps. I mean, you're still going to be doing things for your health. You're still going to be living in a more intentional way. You're still going to be caring for your body and um, taking one small step at a time. Um, so there's no shame in that. There's anytime you're intentionally seeking to care for the body God's given you, that is a good and positive thing. And so it's okay to be one of those people who says, you know what, this week I'm just going to focus on drinking more water and I'm not going to think about anything else. And I might still be eating my Cheetos, but I'm going to have six, you know, glasses of water today. And then maybe next week it's going to be eight. And eventually maybe, you know, in five months, I'll have weaned myself off of Cheetos and be eating carrots, but I'm not going to make this huge, everything in my life has to change the second kind of goal for myself. Because if you're not an all or nothing type of person, that will immediately set you up for failure. And it's just going to make you feel terrible about yourself and kind of make you a little bit more gun shy to try something, you know, the next time. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like it also affects so many of the people around you. Mm -hmm. You like do something so extreme. I know every yeah. time I've done it, my husband's like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my kids and, you know, it just sets a bad example for everybody all the way around. Yes. Yeah. And usually the people around you are not on your extreme crazy. Let's forget everything ever 
we've ever done and do something that you train. They don't really want to get on that with you. So <laughs> you do need to be wise about how you do that. And, and I, like, I do really think there are some people that that just works. I have a few friends who've just gone all in on like this one thing and it totally worked for them. I actually think though, that's kind of a smaller number of people. I think most people need small changes over time and eventually they will get there, but um, it just can't all be at once. Yeah. And I just think that there's such an expectation. I mean, I know for me, I want to be that person that can just, mm-hmm. you know, throw <laughs> things out from my pantry and my fridge. But then there's like that small voice in my head. That's like, you're being wasteful, <laughs> you yeah. know, but I want to be that person that can just stick to it and not have any kind of struggle. But I just know myself well enough that that's not who I am. So I yeah. know I need to be able to approach things in a way that are really going to help me be successful. And I think that that's really where, like you said, finding a health coach, finding someone who can help you figure out what is going to work best for you Mm -hmm. um, that can kind of have that outside perspective is really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something you want to consider if someone's saying, okay, I want you to do all these things and it's total lifestyle change and you are literally like breaking out in hives when they're talking to you, then it's probably not someone you need to work (laughs) work with (laughs) because it's not a good fit for you. You just can't do that. And that's okay. Like it really is okay. Like you want to, I think that's the reason I I want people to look at their long-term why. What's your long-term goal? How can we break it down into smaller, shorter-term things? But if your long-term goal is health and wellness and energy, then you don't have to do it tomorrow. You know, if you could do something this month that gives you a little bit more energy or helps you just be a little bit healthier, then you're one step closer to your long-term goal. There's no pressure to be like a size, you know, three sizes smaller by next month. Um, so that's why I think connecting it to something bigger than just that aesthetic is so, so, so important. Mm, so good. All right. So number one tip is to know your why, get really deep there, know your personality. Uh, and then I know the third tip that you always talk about is knowing your limits. So yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. So I think that, um, like I said, in the beginning, we tend to set these really arbitrary goals. And they're super vague. They're like, I want to be healthier. Well, okay, what does that mean? And typically in our minds, we have something that that means. We know what that, what we want that to look like. Now, sometimes it's, it's completely unrealistic. Sometimes we see some girl on some cover of a magazine and that's our goal. When we say, I want to get healthy, that's what we mean. And that's actually um, an unrealistic thing because number one, we don't have that girl's genes. Number two, we don't have that girl. We probably don't have that girl's trainer and her chef and that airbrushing that's all taking place on that magazine. So for us to look at someone like that and say, that's what I want to be. That's a super unrealistic goal because we're not that person. Um, or it could be something different. Like, um, you know, if you, maybe you are carrying some extra weight and you are really unhealthy and you've lived that way for a really long time to set a goal of, you know, losing 40 to 50 pounds in a month. I mean, that's not a really realistic goal if you want to maintain that over time. That's not a healthy thing to do. And that's not something that you're going to see a long-term health benefit from um, if you do it in a really unhealthy way. So that's not a realistic goal for you. Um, If you have never run a day in your life, then signing up to run a full marathon in two months is probably not a realistic goal for you. Now, if you've run five half marathons and you think, okay, I want to train for a full marathon in in two months, that's probably a realistic goal for you. That's something you can achieve. Um, But because we're super arbitrary in our resolutions and our goals, it, it just can become really easy to set goals that are not realistic, that are not attainable. Um, and then again, we're just met with that failure. We're met with that guilt. 
And then we don't want to try again until January 1st because it just, it's, who wants to fail all the time? Nobody. So you really need to look at what is your time frame? Um, where are you currently? Don't look at where everyone else is. Maybe you do want to be as fit as the girl next door. That's fine. You're, you probably aren't starting out in the same place. So you need to look at where you are, how much time you have, how much effort can you put in this? Like, I am someone, I would love to do a whole 30, but quite honestly, I can never, ever, ever devote that much time to food and meal planning. I just can't do it. Like my lifestyle is just so busy that there's no way I can invest that much time into that. So I need to find something that works similarly, but that is not going to be as time consuming for me. That is not a realistic goal for me to, to set right now. Maybe during the summer when I'm not teaching full time and I'm not running all these businesses on the side with two kids. But for me to set that as a January goal would be completely unrealistic. So I need to kind of look at the margin in my life as well. So yeah, that was kind of a, a lot of talking around that one thing, but um, setting things that are actually attainable in the amount of time you have where, from where you're currently starting with the amount of effort you're able to put in. I love that. And, you know, really for me, like that's really where the, the balance of goal setting really comes into play like you said, doing something like Whole30, which I want to have you explain to everyone what that is and just a minute, everyone <laughs> doesn't know what Whole30 is. Um, but, you know, doing something that's so time consuming, that takes so much effort when you're trying to do work and family and everything else, something's got to give. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that's where we find ourselves out of balance. That's where we find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed because we're so focused in on one goal to, that really like sacrifices our happiness and our well-being and other areas of life. And that mm-hmm. tears us up. It's, it's what brings us into the place where we, it's what brings us into the place where we really need to do something different in order to find that balance, create that balance for ourselves and clear that chaos. So I love, I love, love, love this third point of yours about finding what is realistic for you and letting that be okay. Because sometimes I know we all kind of have that Wonder Woman syndrome sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like, I can do anything, especially when we're setting the goals, right? Like well, I, can, <laughs> I can do this. No worries. I'll just wake up two hours early to chop my right. vegetables. And right. when in reality, we know that's not going to happen. And then like you said, that's what creates like the guilt and all of that whole negative cycle for us. So Right. Um, I think setting that goal with a healthy um, expectation for ourselves up front is key. So for anyone listening who doesn't know what a whole 30 is, can you describe that a little yeah. bit? Yeah, it's, I actually think it's a really great thing. It's just um, kind of this uh, a 30-day plan where you're cutting out several food groups, you're cutting out gluten and dairy. Um, it's kind of an elimination diet to help you figure out um, kind of your body's food sensitivities, your um really only eating organic and unprocessed foods. It's, it's a wonderful plan. It's meant to kind of be a, a restart, reset kind of thing um, so that you can kind of add things back in to see what works for you and what doesn't. Um, there's tons of great side effects to it, increased energy, better sleep, all kinds of things. However, because it is so, you really can't eat out very much because the, the restrictions are so, um, severe in some ways. Uh, it really is time consuming. You have to do a lot of prep. You have to do all of your own cooking. You really need a very specific plan. You need to shop in certain places. And so um, it is a really fantastic kind of reset, but it really is um, a time investment, a huge time investment, especially if you're coming from something where you're not someone who cooks often, you 
are super busy, you eat a lot of processed food, it's really going to be a huge overhaul for you. Mm. And I, you know, there's so many different plans out there. Um, I think I've tried just about all of them. I did (laughs) for like seven days (laughs) before I do it anymore. Yeah. But that's where I have to know my own limits, right? Yeah. Yep. And and that's the thing. I think when we look at that, like I've kind of looked at it several times. I think, gosh, that'd be great. But honestly, like I just cannot invest that much in it right now. And there are other things I can do that I know that work that I can invest the time in because it doesn't require quite as much. And I really fully believe with health and fitness, especially there's such a tendency for it to become all consuming. And I believe that God gives us our bodies to care for and they are our temple and we do need to steward them well, but it is never for the purpose of just looking and feeling a certain way. It is always that we can pour out into those around us and be who he's called us to be as believers in the world. And so if our quest for health and fitness is ever pulling us from those things, then it's not honoring to God. And so anything that is like you kind of mentioned before, that's kind of making the other areas of your life suffer, your marriage, your family, your work, that's not what God intends for. We're supposed to care for our bodies in a way that's intentional And that is truly a way, you know, it's truly caring for our temples, but not at the expense of living the life he's called us to live and serving the people he's called us to serve. So if something's going to take you away from that, then it's not something I really feel like you need to be pouring into. Mm, So well said. So well said. Now there are like so many plans out there. So how do you recommend people find the right plan for them? Um, I think you... I I say this with some caution, (laughs) do some research, but that can definitely lead you down a trail of insanity (laughs) because there's so much out there. Um, So I really recommend um, just looking in your own life. Who are some people who seem to live in a healthy way, but who aren't crazy and obsessed? (laughs) And I know that sounds bad, but look, look at people who you say like, okay, I see that person they look really healthy. They, they seem full of energy. They seem like they are doing something right, but they're not stressing me out by talking about it all the time. And, and their lifestyle doesn't seem super overwhelming. That's kind of my first recommendation is people, you know, look there and then kind of talk to them about what they're doing. If you can't really find anybody, um, I think that it's always wise to, there's a few, um, there's a few like online sites and I can even, we can link to them in the bottom. Uh, Precision, Precision Nutrition is a great kind of well-balanced site that um, has lots of good information. Um, Find it, do some research, call up some health coaches, call up some personal trainers, um, call up some nutrition coaches and basically interview them, ask them what their philosophy is, ask them, um, what their approach is and see if it meshes with you. You don't have to sign up for everyone. Most people do free consults. So do a few of them and see who you really mesh with, who seems right. I wouldn't, um, anyone who promises you a really quick fix, um, I would just run away (laughs) because it's not going to be what you think it is. Um, anyone who, um, you know, if you're ever cutting out entire food groups and, for long periods of time or eating like 400 calories a day, like those are not healthy things. So you just want to kind of look elsewhere, but, um, there are so many different strategies. And honestly, like I'm going to say this, it is, there are so many things that work that are opposite of each other. You can be paleo and feel super healthy and strong and awesome and full of energy, 
or you can be vegan and feel totally strong and healthy and awesome. And those are like completely opposite <laughs> types of diets and ways of living. Um, so there's just, you, you can find something that works. It does require a bit of effort and I would definitely do my homework. I would definitely interview coaches, trainers, and find someone that you really feel comfortable with and that you really respect. Um, if you can't find someone in kind of your initial circle of acquaintances. Mm, I love that. And of course, I recommend everyone talk to Danielle. If you're someone who's listening to this podcast and you're not yet a member of our free Facebook community, Your Life Rocks community, I want to invite you to come and join us within the group. And we'll make sure that we link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, or you can just go into Facebook and just type in Your Life Rocks community and find us. Danielle is in there. Um, she gives tips all of the time in that group. So she's mm -hmm. a great resource for you if you have questions to be able to ask her. So I highly, highly encourage you to do that. And you yeah. know, like you said, there are so many plans. And I used to always tell people um, when they would ask me like, what's going to work? And I said, well, whatever you're going to stick to is yep. what's going to work. Yes. So, cause there are so many great plans that are out yep. there. I 100%, whatever you're going to do, that's, what's going to work. And I think in terms of like a fitness workout plan, find something you love. Um, and do it. I mean, and that, like a, that often can take a lot of time to you. I always recommend people try like something like class pass where you can go to all different gyms and try all the different types of classes. Um, usually they'll have like a trial offer, um, or, you know, do a couple of inexpensive online types of workouts, even use YouTube channels to see like, what do you enjoy doing? Like I, if I never had to run a mile in my life would be the happiest person in the world. I truly hate running. My best friend like could run marathons all the time. She just loves it. And so we don't work out together, which is fine, but we both found stuff you, we love. Like I love strength training and I love bar classes, which are pretty opposite things, but I enjoy them both. And so I do them both. And so find something that you like. I, I've had people say to me, there's no exercise I like. And what I respond to, how, the way I respond to that is, um, you do need to look at exercise as something you get to do. It is truly a privilege. And there are plenty of people who don't have that ability and who would gladly like take the worst type of exercise for you just to be able to be physically active. So you need to kind of look at this as a gift that God's given you and a way to care for your body. And then put a little bit of time into trying to get to like it which I know sounds kind of like a little bit harsh, but like you've got to put in some effort because it is hard when you're first starting out, especially if you've never worked out before. You're going to have to put in more effort. It's going to feel really hard. It might not feel like you're so great at it, but the more you do it, the more you feel the effects that it has on your body, the more energy you feel, the stronger you feel, the more those endorphins kick in, you will learn to love something. So if you're just kind of one of those people who's like, gosh, I just don't like anything. I hate it all. I challenge you to pick something and start with it and do it for a month or two and really, really stick with it and learn to love the feeling that it gives your body. Um, and then maybe you branch out from there. Um, so yeah, find something you love though, because that, that really will keep you going. Or just maybe find someone you love to do something with and let them be your workout buddy. If you can't find anything you love, find a person you love and work out with them. So it, it's time with that person. I love that so much. And one thing I, because I'm kind of, I'll go in like seasons, right? Like there are seasons that I love to work out and then there are seasons where I loathe to work out. <laughs> yeah. But for me, like whenever I have that patch where I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to go work out. 
I always just remember that God has called us to be mm-hmm. everything that we mm-hmm. do. And so I, I kind of take it more of as like a spiritual exercise yeah. versus a physical exercise. Sometimes yeah. when I get to that point, um, because it just motivates me in a different way. So I also challenge people just to find what motivates you to mm-hmm. move your body and to take care of yourself. Yeah. And we only get one body, you know, like it's, it really and truly is just, it's not this endless thing that we can do. We don't have this promise of forever health. So while we're able to do these things, it's just so important. And if you have kids, like it's so important that they see not just the physical exercise, but like you're saying that discipline, you know what? I don't want to work out today, but I am getting up. Like, I don't want to save money. I want to go out and spend it all, but I am going to save this money or I am, I'd rather not pay this bill and just go to Starbucks, but I'm going to pay my bill. Like we all do things like that all day long. Um, I don't always want to go to work, but I'm going to go to work. And so, um, it's for whatever reason for us, I think health and fitness feels very optional. Um, whereas we all go to work because we know we have to go to work, you know, or we all pay our bills because we know we have to pay our bills. Well, I mean, we really have to take care of our bodies. They're not going to take care of themselves. And, um, and you don't have to be like hardcore CrossFit for three hours a day. I mean, you could do a quick 20 minute walk with your kids or with your spouse and that's fine. Like, I think that's kind of the other thing people need to kind of jump over that hurdle of. It doesn't have to be some hour long gym workout if that's not what you can do, but do something physical and something that's going to require you to maybe breathe a little heavier or break a small sweat every day. Um, you don't have to be lifting 300 pounds. <laughs> like you can, you can honestly just go for a walk with your kids or, you know, chase them around the backyard a few times. Like it doesn't have to be hardcore and intense. I love that you say that. You know, one of my favorite things that I do um, as an extra workout, or if I feel like I literally cannot fit in a workout today, is I will set a timer for like 20 minutes and I will power clean my house. Like, yeah. I get a good sweat. That's awesome. I'm vacuuming. Like, yeah. And it gets things done. But I think sometimes we have to be creative or we have to, mm-hmm. almost, I don't want to say trick ourselves, but find a way of just fitting it in and being creative. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that because yeah, I mean, scrub your bats up for a while. <laughs> That's a good That'll workout. Burn some calories, like for sure. I have a, I used to do, um, while I was brushing my teeth, I would do like releves, which are basically like just lifting your heels up and down, um, like toe raises. And so it's like working out your calves while I, <laughs> so like I would have to do like 30 of those while I was brushing my teeth. And that would kind of be like the allotted time to brush my teeth and get like, I don't know, a tiny little bit of calf work in. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, you guys. Well, this has been so helpful. Thank you so much, Danielle, for coming on and sharing these great tips. So just to review some of the main key points. So if you are listening to this and you have some health goals, which I, just so everyone's clear, like I'm not a big New Year's resolution person, mm-hmm. but I am a big goal person. I think we should always be mm-hmm striving to live our best version of our lives for ourselves, for God, for those around us. And so we should always be looking for improvement, always be looking ahead for a goal that we're setting in all areas of our life, including health. So Danielle's um, action items for us to help us do this. Number one, get really deep on your why. Find a why that really motivates you, that sticks with you, that resonates with you. Go deep on that why. Number two, know your personality, know what's going to work for you. 
And whether it's all in or baby steps, know you and do you. Number three, know your limits. Really set realistic expectations for yourself and do what is going to work. We also talked a lot about on how to find good plans for you, accountability partners, so many great things. If you want to hear more from Danielle, again, join our Facebook community. She's in there. She's there to provide all of this great wisdom for you. And also for our members of Life Balance Membership, she's in there to help you really achieve these goals that you have for your health and for your fitness, to help you really live a life that rocks. Now, Danielle, before we let you go, one of the things we do every single episode is we share a Bible verse that um, really brings God's word into our life so that we are living the word of God. So what verse do you have for us today? Yeah, so this is one that's commonly associated with kind of health and fitness, but um, the background of it's just a little bit different. I just think it's a good perspective to kind of maintain in every area of our lives, but it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And um, they're talking about food that's sacrificed to idols there and how everything is kind of acceptable. But I think for us in terms of our health and fitness, it's just a good thing to keep in mind that our bodies are given to us, that they are temples of of God and that we are to care for them in an intentional way and that it is ultimately not for us to feel and look good, but it's really for the glory of God. And so keeping that in the forefront of our minds is just super important as we pursue our health and fitness goals. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Danielle. Now, if people are listening to this and they know they can find you in the Facebook group, but if they Mm want to find you faster, um, where can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so I have a website, DanielleSavaliosFitness.com, and on Instagram, I am DanielleSavaliosFitness. Those are usually where I am. That's like 80% of my time. (laughs) Beautiful, and I encourage you all to follow her on social media. She's really great about doing some incredible Facebook Live videos, always providing great value. And um, that's why I'm so excited that she's coming on to be our lifestyle expert in this area. Good stuff, right? I love getting tips from lifestyle experts that really can help us move closer to our goals in all areas. I know I got that from Danielle. I hope you did as well. I want to thank Danielle for coming on to our podcast and sharing that wisdom. Now, you heard us talking a lot about the Facebook group and what she's going to be providing there as well as our membership. I'm going to have links to both of those on our show notes page. You can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash 58. That's just the numbers five, eight. Now I hope that you hit subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss a single upcoming episode. Next week, we are going to have our financial lifestyle expert on Rachel King sharing some really great tips with us. So I know you're not going to want to miss that. Plus we have so much more planned for you in the coming weeks. Now, if you know other working Christian moms that you know would get great value from this podcast, would you mind sharing it? It's just as simple as clicking the little share button and whatever app you're listening to your podcast on, and you can share it straight to social media. You can email it to friends, text it to friends. But our goal really is to impact more women, to help clear away some of that chaos and stress that happens in our lives. So if you know other women just like you, share this podcast with them. So we'll see you in the Facebook group. And until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.